From Reductress, I'm Beth Newell, and this is the Reductress Minute. On this week's episode, we'll hear from Guy Branham, Samantha Ruddy, and Taryn Engelhart. And since here at Reductress, we love to celebrate boys, we'll talk about the biggest boy boss we know about his secrets to having it all. But first, let me introduce my incredible co-host, Ava Victor. Hi, Betho. Did you just call me Betho? Sorry. Yeah, still thinking about Beto. He did not win in the midterm election, thanks to white men and white women in Texas who are obsessed with white supremacy and Ted Cruz, who probably smells like soup. Okay, so there were some incredible wins. The Democrats won the House. Scott Walker is gone. Florida approved an Amendment 4, which restores voting rights to felons who have completed their sentences. Also, Beth, there were so many firsts elected to Congress. There is so many. Kansas elected the first native lesbian. Minnesota and Michigan elected the first two Muslim women. Ohio elected the first Phoebe Robinson's brother. Colorado elected their first openly gay man as governor. And an exciting twist, we now have the first millennial ass-eater elected to Congress. What? Oh. And oh, also, finally, the most important first of all, we will be doing our first Reductress Minute live at Caveat in New York City on Tuesday, November 27th. So go to the Caveat website and get your tickets. Yeah, we're doing that. I'm hosting that show with our other shrimp-loving editor, Taylor Guerin. Taylor loves shrimp, and so you also much. love shrimp. It's a common hobby. <laughs> it's a prerequisite to working here. Okay, Ava, do you want to tell us what's trending on Reductress this week? Yes. Okay. Here's what's trending on Reductress this week. Report, I am scared. How to undermine yourself by adding LOL to all your texts. Four hats for women with thin hair that scream, this has nothing to do with my thin hair. Woman truly reaching to justify this particular dude. And knock your proud friend down a peg or two by declaring, I love that for you. Oh, I love that for you. (laughs) Um, sorry, Beth. I invented I love that for you, so that bullshit doesn't work on me. I still love that for you. (laughs) Okay, sometimes it's hard to be confident and a woman at the same time, but not for a badass who isn't afraid to get what she wants. Here's Samantha Ruddy reading, Bad Bitch Alert, Stacey just circling back per her previous email. In a badass move that let everyone know just how hardcore women can be, New York City resident Stacy Montrose is just circling back per her previous email to see if you've had time to consider her application for the open receptionist position at Energize, an up-and-coming tech company. Sound the bad bitch alarm, because this woman is so confident that she's politely following up at an appropriate time and in a totally proper way. I was inspired by Stacy's move to send a follow-up email, which was quite professional, albeit a little desperate, said Greta Sanders, CEO of Energize. She definitely took the bull by the horns while also complying with the social norms of email etiquette. With that being said, silence from a place you applied to work usually means it's a no, she added. Oh yeah, she's definitely not getting the job, but I'd still venture to say Stacy's a bad bitch. Way to show everyone who's boss by checking in about an application in a very normal way. Despite the fact that Stacy was extremely underqualified for the position and not very good in the interview, women around here are praising her for reaching out to the company a second time. I always second-guess myself when it comes to bumping a previous email, says Lauren Volner, Stacy's friend. When Stacy told me she followed up, I was baffled. And when she told me it was a simple and pleasant email, I almost fainted. It's like, there are just no rules when this bad bitch is around. 
Women can be just as aggressive and confident as any man, says Daniela Versinti, another friend. You think a man would think twice about sending a follow-up email? No. That's why when Stacy forwarded her email with the subject just following up, I thought, hell yes, bitch. When asked for a copy of the email, Stacy forwarded it proudly. I just want women everywhere to know women can go after what we want, says Stacy, who signed the email. Sorry if this is aggressive and thanks for your consideration. Yes, bitch. Be bad as hell. Wow, truly a role model for young girls everywhere. And of course, thanks again to Samantha Ruddy for reading. Samantha is a writer and stand-up comedian based out of New York City. You can find her on Twitter at Samly Matter. Okay, not to talk about the election nonstop, but also to talk about the election nonstop. 59% of white women in Texas voted for Ted Cruz. Yeah, white women voters love to metaphorically lick horrible white men's assholes. It's true. They love shitty men. They wouldn't know a good dick if they sat on it. Or a good asshole. That's right. And speaking of Christian Republican white women in Texas... Beth and I have a secret, and it is that we are obsessed with this one Christian family we follow on Instagram who live in Texas, and we call them the Christians, and a lot of, we have a kind of a group forming of people who love to follow them. We follow their every word, their every Instagram story. Honestly, their every move. Their every move. They do not leave Texas. (laughs) They (laughs) They do not. They only associate with other homeschooled family members, and- uh, All their friends are their family. All their friends. Which is normal and cool. (laughs) They love it. They're constantly saying how much they love being Christian and they love their lives. And our favorite one is this daughter who is 30 years old. She's been single for a long time and talks about it all the time. All the time. And she just got married. And she had her first kiss on her wedding day. That was a choice she made that she is proud of. And it is on YouTube. (laughs) And it's a very awkward kiss. It's horrible to watch. (laughs) And I watched it four times. It's seared into our eyeballs. She posts Instagram stories like literally every day um, and has been saying her husband is sort of like out of town. We don't know where he went. But something that is concerning is that a few days ago, she decided she apologized for making Trader Joe's pasta because she wishes she had made something from scratch but doesn't know how. So she made Trader Joe's pasta and Trader Joe's pasta sauce from a jar and she put hamburger in it and then said, so I'm just going to let this sit here for about four hours on the stove. And I cannot get over the fact that she thought that that was how you cook. (laughs) Pre-cooked pasta sauce, just letting it simmer for four straight hours. And she also said in that same story that she was going to leave the house for a couple hours with that on the stove. (laughs) Just, Just leave it there. It's... I don't know what happened to that pasta, but she didn't share it. (laughs) Also, he was not in her Instagram stories for a week and then came back with like four mysterious bumps on his head. And he was like, I just banged into the wall four times yesterday. He is harming himself. He, I think, was trying to uh, avert having to be on her Instagram stories. He didn't want to return. And now he has returned and he's professing his love for her once again and how much he loves marriage. And keeps kissing her on the chin. Anyway, he uh, is very wide-eyed trying to convince us that he loves where he's at right now. Yeah, and they all sort of, all the family members just posted this thing that said, I've, it was like a little gif of I voted without obviously saying who they were voting for, though it is 100% clear to everybody involved that they voted for Ted Cruz. They definitely voted for Ted Cruz. This next piece is all about addressing Asian stereotypes. Here's Taryn Engelhart reading, I'm not tiny because I'm Asian, I'm tiny because you're white. 
As an Asian woman under 5'4", many people misattribute my size to my race. One of the most confusing comments I receive from white women is, ugh, I'm jealous of Asian women because they're all so tiny. It's a confusing statement because it's not true. I'm not tiny because I'm Asian. I'm tiny because you're white. You see, with 4.3 billion Asians accounting for 60% of the world's population, our median size is the norm and you're all deviating from it. Americans choose to see us foreigners as small instead of stereotyping themselves as huge. Seriously, the scientific reason I'm tiny has nothing to do with my race. You see me as so tiny in comparison to you, but you're actually the one who's gigantic compared to me. Whoa, mind-blowing stuff, huh? While this perspective may seem wild at first, let me blow your mind again. Instead of saying to your Asian friend, ugh, Asian women can eat like linebackers and never get big, try using this alternate logic. Ugh, white women can eat like linebackers and always get big. That may not sound quite as fun, but it does make just as little sense. Just like other humans, Asian women come in many different shapes, sizes, and forms. Assuming we're the same harms those who don't fit this narrative of the stereotypical Asian. And when we do happen to be tiny, it's not because we're Asian. It's because you're colossal and because you're white. Wow. Part of white fragility is not wanting to admit how huge you are. Thanks again to Taryn Englehart, who wrote that piece. Taryn is a writer based out of New York City. You can find her on Twitter at Chengaway. Okay, so aside from the elections, another really inspiring thing that happened this week is that Ariana Grande broke up with Pete Davidson. It's Ariana Grande. (sighs) Okay, she broke up with Pete Davidson, and she released a new single titled Thank You, Next. Yeah, I am drawing so much inspiration from this song. For example, this week I was so fed up with my old MacBook from like 2010, so I threw it out like... Bye, MacBook. I totally had that experience because yesterday I popped a pimple on my face and I was like... <laughs> yeah, like on to the next pimple, right? Like sometimes when I'm working as a cashier at CVS, I'm like... Totally. Like sometimes I'll be playing my iTunes shuffle and a song will come on that's like a whiny bro song that someone made a playlist for me in college and that song was on it and it's still in my phone and I'll be like... Bye, men, and also bye, a lot of other stuff were over. Even though you must do it, rejecting a man can be uncomfortable and awkward. But what's even worse is how quickly and intensely their opinions change. Here's Guy Branham reading, Wow, this woman turned from beautiful to fat bitch simply by rejecting a man. In an incredible turn of events, 22-year-old college student Sarah Herndon went from being called unbelievably beautiful to a fat bitch with no life in a mere two minutes after rejecting a guy who asked her out on a date. We're astounded by this woman's incredible transformation in the eyes of this random guy. Pete Saver, Sarah's classmate, had first complimented her via Instagram direct message to ask her to hang out. The message read, Hey, Sarah. I've noticed you in our cultural resource management class. You're unbelievably beautiful. Your eyes are actually stunning. Do you want to get coffee sometime? After a polite rejection, Peter sent her the following message. Huh. Okay. Understood. I was saying this stuff before to be nice. I never really want to date you. Everyone calls you a fat bitch, and I agree. Sarah is confident she dodged a bullet with this one. If I wasn't sure I didn't want to date him before, now I am 100% sure, she says. We stand for men who have no ability to live in their own vulnerability, even for a moment. I don't know why women aren't into me. 
continues Pete. We're fucking crazy. Wow, men need to chill. Thanks to Guy Branham for reading that piece. Guy is the host of Talk Show The Game Show, and his book My Life as a Goddess is available now. You can find Guy on Twitter at Guy Branham. That's all the news for this week. But before we go, here at Reductress, we love to celebrate boss bitches. But sometimes we're not giving enough love to the boy bosses. So today we have a very special person on the pod. He runs his own company. And for that, he is a total boy boss and an inspiration to young boys everywhere. So Benjamin, after years of being a bold, fearless, independent man, you climbed your way up to being a CEO. Yes, that's right. Uh, I currently run a Fortune 500 company. All while having a wife and three kids? (laughs) (laughs) Yes, that's true. (laughs) Oh my God, boy goals. (laughs) You are literally redefining success for young men everywhere who have dreams of being a boy boss. Yeah, I mean, I believe in boys. I believe boys become men. And I want young boys to know that they can be whatever they want to be when they grow up. And so don't let being a guy stop you from growing into the man you deserve to be. You know? <laughs> wow. Yeah. Of, as the mother of a son, that is so refreshing to hear. Oh, I love I loved to hear that. I love to hear that mothers are aware of their son's dare I say, future potential to be a boy boss. I mean, like, <laughs> look, in our society, boys are raised to doubt themselves, and they will have to question every little impulse they have. Yeah, they really have trouble believing in themselves. I see that everywhere. It's timid boy syndrome. Mm-hmm. Luckily, you're here to help lift boys up. I completely agree. I mean, like, you wouldn't believe it, but I kind of started as a shy guy, you know? Oh. Yeah, for sure. And, like, shy guys... You know, they shouldn't be afraid to take charge and run the freaking world because when a young boy sees a man at the top, like that makes him step back and think, wow, I could be a boy on top. I could be a boss guy or like a man leader or a guy in charge. Like every, however you mm. want to frame it, it's boy being boy on top, baby. Hashtag boss bastard. Benjamin, you are a huge boss bastard. Stop. I like, <laughs> thank, thank you. Thank you. It's like you're making this incredible social impact. Yeah. You know, you are on our list of inspiring boys to watch. <laughs> and honestly, you're kind of hot. <laughs> You are. You're a boy who has you have it. You're a boy who has it all. And by all I mean you're also hot. (laughs) Stop, please. S T O P stat. Um, No, no, but I actually No. no, We can't stop. Please. I mean, come on, you know. But like I mean, I'm really happy you brought that up because like I do take time to focus on my appearance and I wanna look good constantly for myself and for others. But I also know that that takes a toll too. Like I feel so much pressure to Just look cute, you know? No, I don't know what you mean, but I love it. Tell us, what do you do for self-care after all that sexy, sexy boy bossing? I mean, you guys are going to make fun of me now. If you thought this was, if you thought I was hot, you're going to like totally turn around and run away. We have never made fun of a man. (laughs) I like, I just like to hang out with my family, you know? Aww. Is that bad? (laughs) That's, I know, I know. That's that's fucking bad. Fuck, this Boy boss has work and life on balance. <laughs> wow. 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 That is so great. Listen, have you ever considered being a boy boss of a woman's company? <laughs> uh, I mean, I am happy to be a boss of anyone. That's what I, I, I've always said this. I'm a boy. I'm a boss. I'm a boy boss. But... I'll boss anyone around. Well, fuck, we wow. have an invitation, and that is, do you want to run this fucking company? Please, uh, please. You'd have to show me some of the books so I can make an informed decision, but based on the staff, I'd have to say, okay. <laughs> Yay. I'm at it. <laughs> we will give you all of our diaries. They're mostly about you. <laughs> 
Thanks for spending a minute with us. If you have another minute, visit us at Reductress.com for more incredible content, including Is It Seasonal Depression or an Especially Squalid Chapter in American History? Instagram adds new begrudging-like option and how to remain humble when he finishes really fast. Thank you to our amazing readers, Guy Branham, Taryn Englehart, and Samantha Ruddy, and our writers. And of course, to the inspiring Benjamin, played by Tim Platt. Bye. Bye.